Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Pipe Dreams Podcast, presented by Callenborn Aversist Corporation. You can find out more information about Callenborn Aversist at our U.S. website, www.callenborn.us, and our international website, www.callenborn.com. Today, I'm going to introduce you to the host of the Pipe Dreams podcast, me. I'm Russell Dean Bauer, Jr. I am the son of Russ Sr. and Ann. My parents are 88 and 84 years old. They live on Morse Reservoir in Cicero, Indiana. They are very active and attend a lot of bluegrass festivals in their camper. They also camp at the barn several times a year. We'll cover a little more on the barn later. I am 65 years old. Last January, I was born in Montpelier, Ohio. My family moved to Indiana in 1964. I have three younger siblings, Cheryl, Linda, and David. We were raised on the farm, so we learned the meaning of hard work at an early age. As the oldest, I often was responsible for many, many chores and handing out responsibilities to my younger siblings, much to their dismay quite often, I think. I began my career at Aberzist Corporation in December of 1980. I had previously worked at Aberzist Corporation's sister company, North Manchester Foundry, which was also owned by M.H. Dietrich. I was an electric furnace operator for the most of my career at the foundry and dabbled a little bit in metallurgy as I was trying to take classes at Purdue. I watched AC grow from the beginning and actually helped the foundry shipping foreman, Jess Howard, and load some Aberzist containers from Germany. That was in the late 70s, all the while thinking foundry life was not for me. It seemed uh, quite hard and quite dirty. I wasn't afraid of it, but it sure felt like I could find something better to do with my life. When AC moved from North Manchester to Urbana in 1979, I started applying and finally started part-time at AC. I swept floors and dipped sea flanges for a while and soon became a group leader in the straight department and shipping. I liked this job much more than the foundry job. It was clean, and even though the pay was less, it seemed like a better fit for me. When Joe Asetta came from MH Dietrich in 82, he invited me into sales. I resisted for quite a while, uh, thinking that I wasn't any kind of a salesman, but in May of 1984, I did become AC's sales engineer for Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, later in life adding Missouri, Kentucky, and Kansas. I traveled five days a week for a long time to make the territory successful. I accumulated a lot of top sales awards and was responsible for many of the application and products we currently enjoy. Even though a lot of those new applications and new projects seemed painful, they paid well and I really enjoyed the engineering and research responsible for making sure that the projects were successful. Joe retired approximately 10 years ago, and Craig Friendaway took over the presidency. 
During that time frame, we changed the company name from Abersist Corporation to Callenborn Abersist Corporation in order to make the entire company more international. We were without a sales manager for many years. And then in June of 16, Craig asked me to become a regional sales manager. I was then responsible for all the territory east of the Mississippi. This worked out quite well. And in January of 20, he asked me to become the national sales manager. I was then responsible for all of North America's sales. I very much enjoyed the traveling with all of the sales people, and we were very, very successful. I held that position up until December of 22, when I retired to become a part-time brand ambassador. A few of the duties of my new position at KEC include this podcast, attending trade shows, helping our outside partner up their media with marketing strategies. I also help the inside and outside sales groups with historical and technical advice on a daily basis. During my years at AC, I raised two children, Amy and David. They both now have families of their own with children ranging in age from six years to 26 years. Being a grandpa is probably the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Even though I traveled full-time at AC, I managed to attend many, many school events, plays, ball games, etc. I'm very proud of that fact, and I'm also very proud of the fact that I can attend the same for my grandchildren. Working at KEC has always allowed me the flexibility in schedule to attend to my family, which is very important. I live on my family farm. I do not farm the land, but I often help the neighbor farmer who does. I have many hobbies that include flying, traveling, and fishing. But I guess my main hobby, most would say, is motorcycling. I've been riding since I was very young, as had my father and his father. Now, my son also rides as a way of life, and we will start my grandson on motorcycles this summer. Even though I started on metric bikes, my stable is predominantly Harley-Davidson. I'm fortunate to be able to choose which style of bike I want to ride on a daily basis. I always give thanks to KAC for the resources that have put me in a position over the years to own many vintage motorcycles. I've met a lot of wonderful people because of motorcycling, and in 1999 I started a gathering spot on my farm known as Russ's Barn and Grill. This spot has become fairly famous or infamous as some would say. It is a great spot for people to gather, hang out, and stay out of trouble for the most part. The barn is approximately 5,000 square foot facility dedicated to bikers and the military community. We raise a lot of money for veterans-related charities such as Allen County Veterans Memorial Shrine, a park in Fort Wayne area that pays homage to all veterans, they have monuments there from every conflict and war 
since the Civil War. We also help out an outfit called Huey 369, which is a group dedicated to restoring and flying Vietnam-era Huey helicopters. They currently have three active birds and one more in the works. They are located in Peru, Indiana, near Grissom Air Force Base. We often ride to their events and contribute to their cause. We also support Courage Rock Stables. This is a homegrown facility owned by a Gold Star mother, a dear friend of mine named Kim, who during the process of grieving the loss of her son in Iraq, decided to use horses as a avenue to help herself and other veterans. They are certified in a lot of areas concerning veterans with PTSD and so forth, and we help them as much as we possibly can. Another place we support on a large basis is the Marion County Veterans Administration Hospital. A lot of people ask me, why would you support them? They're supported by the government. Well, the truth is the government does a pretty poor job of supporting our veterans in general, and the Marion VA can use all the help they can get. So my groups spend a lot of money and a lot of time helping out where we can at the VA. I'm also a 40-year member of ABATE of Indiana, which is a motorcycle rights group. I belong to the American Legion and the VFW. These are all three organizations that we support on a daily basis. We also support many cancer events, as I am a cancer survivor, and the organizations that puts them on. The barn is used for many rides and events supporting all of the charities and more listed above. The barn has a full campground with an outside pavilion with a stage and many other amenities associated with motorcycle events. The regulars at the barn are known as the Barn Bunch. You can get a glimpse of the barn and the Barn Bunch on my website, www.barnbunch.com, and on my Facebook pages, Russell D. Bauer Jr. and Russ's Barn and Grill. One of my favorite organizations is called Honor and Remember. This organization presents personalized flags to the families of our military and first responders who have given their lives in the line of duty or as a result of their duty. You can find out more about Honor and Remember at their website, www.honorandremember.org. My job at AC has always been flexible enough, and my superiors have been kind enough to allow me to support these many organizations. Since 2005, I have been a leader in the Indiana Patriot Guard Riders. This organization supports the military and first responders as well. We attend the funerals of the fallen at the request of the family and quite often escort the families and fallen to their final resting place. Our original reason for existence was to shield these families from a group of protesters. Fortunately, the protesters are long gone but we have continued the mission. My area is Northeast Indiana, 
My crew handles three to four funeral missions per week. We also send care packages to deployed troops on a monthly basis and help the families of deployed troops when needed. You can find out more about the Patriot Guard at www.inpatriotguard.org. I've been very fortunate over the years to work for a company who not only allows me, but encourages me to help our military and first responders. Both of the presidents I've worked for come from military families, and they totally understand my desire to help. Cal Unborn Abresist provides wear-resistant linings with excellent abrasion and impact resistance, specifically constructed for use wherever wear and abrasion are a problem. Let's get started on our next lining project. Visit calenborn.us. I couldn't be more thankful for my career at, at KAC. It has allowed me to participate in these organizations, and probably the most asked question I get, personally and professionally, is how do you make time for KAC, your family, the barn, and all of these events and organizations? I guess I really don't have an answer. I just do. Now that I have retired from full-time employment at KAC, I do have more time to pursue these interests, and I am. I'm enjoying my retirement very much. I was recently able to spend more than a month in Daytona Beach for Bike Week, and I'm currently in West Florida for two more motorcycle-related events before I head back north to cold Indiana in April. I'm very happy to have given you a short glimpse into my life. In upcoming podcasts, I will elaborate a bit more on my professional life at KAC, as well as introduce you to some of my co-workers that have helped and influenced me along the way. But before I close today, I'd like to read a poem. It is often attributed to Ralph Waldo Emerson. The truth is he kind of borrowed it from Bessie Anderson. Today I will share both versions. I have known of this poem for many years and often found these words important in my daily life. It is called Success. Few people have heard of Bessie Anderson Stanley, 1879 to 1952. She was never a renowned writer, but still managed to produce a poem which today resonates with a lot of people, including myself. In 1904, she participated in a magazine writing contest where the task was to answer the question, what is success, in 100 words or less. Her entry won first prize, and the prize was $250, which was a large sum at the time. Bessie's version of success. He has achieved success, who has lived well, laughed often, and loved much, who has enjoyed the trust of a pure woman, the respect of intelligent men, and the love of little children, who has filled his niche and accomplished his task, who has left the world better than he found it, whether by an improved poppy, a perfect poem, or rescued soul, who has never lacked appreciation of earth's beauty or failed to express it, who has always looked for the best in others and given them the best he had, whose life was an inspiration, whose memory a benediction. Very powerful words, I think. Now Ralph's version. Now Ralph's version. What is success? to laugh often and much, to win the respect of intelligent people and the affection of children, to earn the appreciation of honest critics and, and endure the betrayer of false friends, to appreciate beauty, to find the best in others, 
to leave the world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or a redeemed social condition. To know even one life is breathed easier because you have lived, this is to have succeeded. I hope everyone appreciates these poems and what they mean. I believe if you live your life according to these words, you will be successful. Maybe not monetarily, but certainly emotionally. I know I have. Thanks for listening today. Stay tuned for upcoming podcasts. We will explore a little more about the history of Abresist, its people, and its products. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Callenborn Abresist USA and on LinkedIn, Callenborn Abresist Corporation. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Laugh often and lead a rare life. This podcast was produced and edited by Up There Media, LLC. 